0: Hey there, Ashley here. And today we're going to talk about the difference between content writing and copywriting. Yay. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. I get really excited about this topic because it's there's a distinction here that needs to be made that um, a lot of folks might not necessarily make or might not get the answers too easily. And I get a lot of questions that are sort of in this universe. So today I want to talk to you about the difference between copy and content. And this is something that is kind of um, significant for me because I started out as a content writer um, I moved into editing and proofreading and that sort of thing. Um, always doing content also, but thinking I wanted to focus on editing. And then eventually I went full bore into the writing, but for the longest time I avoided copywriting because I was really intimidated by it and so one of the things I want to do with my courses and with my Facebook group and with this podcast and everything I do is to de kind of like demystify the process um, shed some light on a typical freelance writer career trajectory and what are some expectations and what does it look like and why choose one over the other and is one better than the other and like what does this field actually look like like what's this field we're playing on so it's back to basics today. This is um something that I cover pretty in depth in uh, my course Copy Confidential, which you'll hear about later. Um, it's uh I have three big modules <laughs> just on like general writing skills. Um, so one module is really truly general writing skills. One module is all about content writing and what it is, and then a third module is about copywriting and what that is and why it matters. <laughs> so the more you can learn about this stuff, the better off you're gonna be career-wise and the sharper your skills will be. So uh, that's why I'm really excited to bring this to you today. This is this is like some fundamental stuff that if you can really understand this, you can take the reins and really um, strategize well and envision your career and have a good sense of where you're going instead of just sort of taking what comes and seeing what happens. Yes. So that's why I like talking about this so much. So the first thing I want to say is that, um, and I've kind of covered this, I think, in a previous episode. But when people say copywriting, sometimes they mean anything getting written that involves words. And sometimes they are talking about a specific type of copywriting, which is known as direct response copywriting. And that's the thing that intimidates a lot of people. So I um, will put it right back out there, (laughs) like I've done before, and say that I think copywriting is a big umbrella. And direct response copy falls under it, conversion copy falls under it, so does content writing. Um, I think it's, we're all, when we're talking about writing stuff, whether it's social media captions, or blog posts, or sales pages, um, or anything else, we're talking about copywriting. But usually when people talk about copywriting, what they're looking for is some form of conversion copy. And so this might be website copy, um, which a lot of people might call content um, in many cases. It might be sales pages and email sequences. It might be webinar scripts. It might be a book. It might be blog posts or course lessons or, uh, like I mentioned before, social media updates and that kind of thing. Anything that is written in my world. I refer to as copywriting, but not everyone means that. So the first thing that you need to do when someone, you know, is looking for a copywriter is to figure out what exactly are they actually looking for? Because you might see that word copywriter and think, Oh, I'm not a copywriter and turn something down. But really what they need is like blog posts and stuff and that falls squarely under content. And so what is the main difference? The main difference um, is this notion of conversion. So um, for a lot of people, conversion is talking specifically about the exchange of money. It's talking about selling something or um, making an offer that is a, like a paid offer. Um, a lot of times, conversion can also get into things like opt-ins, um, where it's an exchange of something, some resource, but not necessarily cash. So um, with an opt-in, you are exchanging your email address for this free thing, and um, it might be like clicks, it might be foot traffic, you know, conversion could be if you put out a coupon and then a bunch of people come to your shop with this coupon, like that, could, that coupon converted pretty well. Um, conversion can also mean things like getting downloads, it could mean subscribing, it could mean following somebody, it could mean getting into a Facebook messenger bot or starting an email sequence or whatever. So usually a conversion is I give you something in exchange for something that you give me. Content um, is more about information. Often it is about entertainment or education or sometimes you know all of the above. Um, edutainment <laughs> is a word that I think Bushra uses a lot. Bushra Azar, she's a brilliant marketer. And she talks about how everything you need to, everything you do needs to be edutaining. I think is how she puts it. So it needs to be educating. It needs to be entertaining. And at least in Bushra's world and in my world too, there's usually some sort of conversion. Um, a lot of times in content, this looks like um, some sort of call to action. And frequently that call to action is to opt into something or to leave a comment or to go talk about it in a Facebook group or, um, you know, to subscribe to a YouTube channel and that kind of thing. Um, Those are the call to actions. They usually do not involve going and buying something unless we're talking like a sponsored blog post or something when the goal is to um, speak so highly of whatever product that has sponsored your post that people want to go out and buy it for themselves. Um, So you'll see that on blogs. You'll also see that on Instagram. People are like, oh, I have this adorable top and you should go get it here and use my coupon code and you get 10% off, right? That's conversion. That's conversion copy, even though it's an Instagram post. Okay, I've gone off track a little bit. The basics of content writing, which is what we we're supposed to be talking about. The basics are pretty simple. Um, content writing is more about like knowing how to write well, knowing how to write in a way that is interesting and um, informative. And it gives people the information that they want. People look for content to help them get some sort of answer. Most of the time you think about all the blog posts out there blog posts, for the the vast majority of blog posts out there are pure content. And so people, why do people read blogs to get answers? What's the best blah, blah, blah? What, you know, how do I get my kid to stop screaming in the backseat of my car? How do I um, what's the best way to um, format a Facebook ad, right? It's it's informative, it gives you the information that you want. So that's what a lot of content is about. Content can be a lot of fun to write. It is a great place to start if you want to get paid to write because the barrier to entry is pretty low. You just sort of have to know how to write. You need to be aware of the general frameworks and how to do this stuff that you know, your client wants you to do. But like, if you have read a lot of blog posts, then you know what a blog post looks like. And you can probably recreate one, right? I have a whole course (laughs) that teaches you how to write a blog post. And it really gets kind of into the nitty gritty in depth, like the science of writing blog posts and stuff like that. But, but really with content, it's like, you read a few samples, you get a feel for kind of how it's supposed to look and then you can do it. There's not like massive major strategy and research and study that goes into it. So that's why I say the barrier to entry is low. If you can write well, you can probably be a pretty good content writer. You just have to pay attention to what's going on. Um, The downside to content writing is that it's not as highly respected as copywriting, a lot of copywriting leads directly to money, right? And so having that perception and that awareness of the different roles of different types of copy means that um, more value is attributed to some forms of writing over other forms of writing. And often content writing is not considered as valuable as copywriting. So basically what I'm saying is, if you are a content writer, then eventually you may find that you're not going to be able to make the kind of money that you want to make. And so that's not everybody. Some people are really happy to be writing blog posts and they can get up to 300 400 even maybe $600 or more for a blog post. And that's really good money for work that is typically not too difficult. Now, I mean, it takes some effort. Sometimes you do interviews and research and blah, blah, blah. So it's not like you're sitting around eating bonbons all day and making $600 for nothing. However, it's not um, usually super rigorous, and it's a good exchange of time and service for money. But there are some people who find that they want more, or they need more, um, or they feel like they have more to offer. And that is kind of where I found myself. (laughs) I felt like I had more to offer, and I felt like I had... um, a lot of years of experience. I had a journalism degree. You know, I had all this stuff. I had all these credentials, lots and lots of happy clients, clients who worked with me like that I've worked with for like five years and stuff like that means something. And I just felt like my income was capped. And so you'll find that when you hang out in the world of content writing, that your income potential is not as high as it is with copywriting. Not that it's a bad thing and not that you must switch at some point. It's just that you may find yourself there. Um, A notable exception is if you get into ghostwriting books, ghostwriters get paid really well if they do their jobs, right? Right. You know, if you like charge what you should be charging to write a book, which is in the multiple five figures, (laughs) in many cases, you're going to get compensated pretty well. Um, Let's see. So, it's not uncommon for people to start out as content writers and then move into various forms of copywriting, either as they learn the field or as they see what's out there, or they just sort of discover, oh, there's this other thing that I could do. That actually looks like fun. Oh my gosh, that pays eight times more than blog posts. Okay, I'm all in. (laughs) That's not uncommon. Um, So, the. uh yeah, I, I so I just want to say it's not uncommon if, to start in content. I think content writing is a great place to start. It is not always the best place to stay. Um, But so this path of starting in content writing and then moving into copywriting and then looking way on down the path, getting out of client services altogether by selling info products and strategy and that sort of thing, that's like way on down the path. That's where I am now. After 10 years (laughs) of client work, I am moving away from client work and moving more into teaching and courses and stuff like that. Um, This is a very common arc for a freelance writer. Um, And you may stay a writer for a really freaking long time. You may always be a writer, um, but you may decide at some point that you don't actually want to do client work anymore, which may be unfathomable to some of you listening. But yes, it's a thing that can happen. It takes time. It's not a thing that you can do in like five minutes. (laughs) But anyway, I've gotten way off track. A typical, a not uncommon career trajectory is you start out with content, you move into copywriting. Um, This is kind of the basic path actually that I've laid out for my students in my courses. So like you might discover me through maybe a Facebook ad or something or find me on uh, Instagram. And you start out with my clips camp offer, which is uh, $27 teaches you how to get started as a content writer and build your portfolio. It can actually be used, too, if you want to start out with copywriting, Um, but you'll have to do a little bit of your own. Um, I teach how to write blog posts, so you'll have to do your own kind of translation into other forms of writing if you want to. But it could still be helpful, and at $27, um, there's even still insight, even if you don't want to do blog posts. But anyway. So we start with Clips Camp, which focuses on this kind of early career content writing. And then I help you through the process of developing your career through my podcast, through my emails, with my Facebook group, um, with my, um, uh, I think I'm going to start a Facebook group just for my students, which is really cool because then you have a community of people who are not just curious about freelance writing, but they're actually in it and doing it, which can be really valuable. And then you go sort of on and on. Maybe you pick up Client Bound, which teaches you how to find clients, and then it's in the process of working with more and more clients that you begin to discover what you enjoy, what you're really good at, what you want to do more of, and then that is how you begin the process of niching down. Um, some of you may know me as a person who's like the you know, the no niche person. And I'm not saying never ever choose a niche. I'm saying you don't need a niche in the very beginning. So the way that you kind of discover your niche or your niche discovers you, I don't even I mean, it, it works both ways really, is by taking on client work and seeing what's out there and meeting other writers and seeing what they're doing and kind of you know, buying a few books, joining a few interesting forums and seeing what other folks are doing and thinking, huh, I want to do that. Or maybe it's a combination of that discovery process. Plus, maybe a client comes to you and says, hey, I really like your blog posts. Um, Can you do some of my emails too, right? Emails fall pretty squarely under um, copywriting. So then you'd be shifting from content writing into more of like a conversion copy arena. And and maybe that is part of your niching journey. Um and and that may be how you begin to move along this career arc of content writing, moving into copywriting. And then I have, you know, of course, my big course, Copy Confidential, which again, you'll hear about later, but it's really robust and it teaches you how to do all the things, <laughs> right? My goal is to teach you how to do all the things inside freelance writing so that whenever anyone comes to you and says, hey, can you do this? You can be like, yes, I can do that. Um, and it has this reference library and whatever. So it's meant to to help you succeed as you move along this career course, this, this trajectory, like this arc that people... Often take. So, but even if you move from content into conversion and copywriting, that doesn't mean that you're writing scary sales pages, right? (laughs) I get it. I used to be really, really intimidated by anything that had the word conversion attached to it because I thought conversion meant like, like fancy psychology and like some kind of superpower that I didn't think I had. But really, you just need to learn the basics of conversion. And then you need to practice. And you need to start reading stuff by great copywriters. And that is how you internalize the ways that conversion works. And you can begin to reproduce it for yourself. And then all of a sudden, well it's not really all of a sudden, it's a process, but then you become a great conversion copywriter. Whatever that looks like for you. Whether you're doing $10,000 sales pages plus royalties or you are helping the mompreneur down the street you met on Facebook for like $1,000, right? So it's it's usually a pretty natural progression from content into copy. There are lots of types of conversion copy formats that feel like content writing, um, but they are still researched and planned. Um, and kind of strategize the same way that something more salesy would be, um, but I feel like we have ventured way into copywriting territory. So I want to say a little bit more about that copywriting, using the like con- using it the way that a lot of people use it, which means conversion copywriting, as opposed to blog posts. We're, so we're talking about emails and um, like sales pages and sales funnel copy and um, anything that is typically trying to get people to buy something and I actually don't like the way I phrase that, anything that is making an offer in exchange for money, (laughs) because um, ethical marketers aren't out there to get people to buy stuff. Ethical marketers are out there to make great offers that people are happy to buy. just want to put that out there. (laughs) Anyway, so copywriting is a great field to get into because the income potential is typically much higher than it is for content writers. Um you can eventually get really good and get into royalty territory, which is really nice. This is something that I'm learning about myself and wondering if I need to start implementing with my clients because I've been around long enough that maybe it's time for me to start charging royalty. So a royalty is when um you, you, uh, like if if I have someone hire me to write a sales page, I might say, "Okay, the fee for the sales page is, you know, whatever it is, $7,000." plus 10% royalties and royalties means um, that I get 10% of any um, profits from that specific sales page, the one that I wrote. So if they stop using that sales page, I don't get any more royalties. But for as long as they're using this sales page, I get a cut of the profits. It's a pretty nice setup, especially if you're if you're a decent writer. (laughs) Anyway, so the income potential is substantially high with copywriting and you won't always find that with content writing. Um, So that is one of the reasons copywriting can be really attractive. The barrier to entry is also higher. Um, This means that you can't just sort of jump in. Before you can go around calling yourself a copywriter, you need to do some studying, right? You need to know what you're doing. You need to learn what the frameworks are, learn what the approach is, learn what market research looks like. Market research If you take two months to write a sales page, you're going to spend six weeks of those just getting to know the ideal buyer. You're going to spend two of those eight weeks doing the actual writing. So market research is a massive, massive part of really great direct response conversion copy. Um, And so you need to know what you're doing, you need to know what you're looking for. And you need to know how to structure things, you need to know the formats and what goes where and the strategy behind all of this so that you can, um, so that you can execute it. Well, you can't just sort of start. (laughs) I mean, I guess you can, but you're going to look like a doofus and people are going to be mad at you. (laughs) I don't recommend it. Um, So like most things. It doesn't necessarily have to cost you a lot of money to get started. Um, you can mostly DIY it if you're really, really strapped. If you're totally bootstrapping, you have no money to spend on this, you have nothing to spare, um, then you can just start with Google and get a very, very basic idea of what's going on. And then you can get an idea of the best books to get started. And you can either, if you're really strapped, you can go to your library and get copies of Ray Edwards's How to Write how to write copy that sells and get um, copies of Ogilvy books and J. Abraham books and um, the what's the name of the Joseph Sugarman books? I can't even remember. Maybe I'll do an episode just on great copywriting books. You'll go online and you'll discover this dude named Gary Halbert. And you, you can find an online free PDF of the boron letters, which are written by Gary Halbert. And if you want to get into copywriting, that's one of the very first things you need to do is read the boron letters and they're free online, right? So if you're totally bootstrapping, you have some options, but you must do some self study before you can really get started. Um, Let's see, and you're going to need a lot of self guided practice. And that is the part where I think a lot of folks get tripped up because it's work. It's a skill and it's something you have to learn and, and it takes work. Um, it's not always necessarily um, this kind of intuitive thing that you can sometimes find if you're a skilled writer um, doing content writing. Now, if you have some money to spend... You can leapfrog this DIY process and get some shortcuts via a copywriting course. Um, Belinda Weaver has one that I think is about $500. It's pretty good. Marie Forleo has um, and Laura Belgrade together. They made Copy Cure, which I think was $1,500 the last time it launched. Ray Edwards, who's a great living copywriter right now, has a course that rolls out I think every April. And I think right now it's priced at $4,000, but he's a master and you'd learn so much if you enrolled. Um, my course Copy Confidential right now is uh, priced at 4.97, but we are approaching Black Friday, and I, and I have to take the price up because um, I'm getting close to finishing it, which mean the price which means the price is going to go up probably to 5.97 through the end of this calendar year, and then starting in January, it's going to be at 6.97. So um, that gives you an idea of kind of how much you could spend on education. You can also find copywriting courses for less. So you've got some real options. Almost everything I did before I really started getting paid well as a direct response copywriter was mostly self-directed. It was books and studying (laughs) that I did. Um, And I started doing well. And now I'm like, now I'm taking more courses, and really doing some in depth high end study. I just went to a conference just for copywriters, and learned all kinds of cool stuff and met some really neat, inspiring people. And, um, you know, I'm getting more and more serious and more and more in depth with this direct response specific type of copywriting. So, um, all that to say, I've done everything. I've completely bootstrapped and paid zero dollars and zero cents, and I've done books, I've done um, like self-study, I have taken courses, I've had one-to-one mentorship, I've done it all. So there's no judgment here for me about how you learn how to do these writing skills, but I wanted to record this episode just to give you an idea of what the field looks like, and and what it takes to get started, you know, to get plugged into any one of these things. Have you heard of Copy Confidential? If not, I want you to go to copyconfidential.com and check it out. This is my new course on how to write anything for any client. It's really robust. We talk about the major writing skills that you're gonna need for both copywriting and content writing. And I'm also including 12 modules that go in depth into 12 different types of content that your clients want you to write. If that is interesting at all to you and you'd like to learn more, then check it out online, copyconfidential.com. And FYI, there is a secret unannounced bonus that's not on the sales page yet or ClientBound. If you enroll in Copy Confidential, you get ClientBound for free. It's pretty cool. I hope you check it out.